Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Empire State Conservatives Podcast. It is me, your host, Evan, here with the infamous Gabriel Montalvo. Um, a lot of stuff going on in the news, guys. But before we get into it, just a quick reminder to please visit our website at empirestateconservatives.com. Links to all of our shows, uh, social media stuff, and merchandise. I'm a little off today, guys. I am hiding in my bunker, scared, terrified of these ghost guns that Joe Biden has been telling us about that he's going to save us from. But before we get into that, Gabe, breaking news in New York City this morning around 824, a gunman on a city-bound tra- subway train in Brooklyn uh, launched a, uh, what was that? Tear gas? Was it tear gas or a smoke grenade? Uh, it seemed like it was just a smoke grenade. So he lit off a smoke grenade and then started firing as the train was pulling into the station. Um, they also found bags full of undetonated explosives. So we're not sure exactly what his motive was, what was going on. They still have not found him, but apparently they do have a lead on who this person is. The description came out immediately. Well, not immediately. It came out a few hours later, and I was a little shocked. The the um, description was a five foot five African American male, heavy set build. So besides the five foot five part, which I found very shocking, um, I was waiting for CNN to come out with black white supremacist shoots people on subway, but apparently they haven't come out with that yet. They're not as creative as I am. Gabe, why don't you just have you? I'm assuming you've seen the video. Yeah, the aftermath video. I saw it too. It's a little gruesome. Uh, if you have a weak stomach, I recommend not looking at the unblurred version. There is blood, and there are people running and screaming for their lives. So if you are easily upset, do not watch it. But if you are a sick, twisted individual like me and Gabe, then you will have no issue with watching this video. Okay, what from what you saw? I don't want to. I don't want to make wild, you know, guesses on what was going on here. But why don't you just give me a little bit of uh, kind of what your reaction was when you saw this? Because I was like, this is insane. Like, there's. On this explosives, he's throwing smoke grenades. And right, it's a morning commuter train. Yeah, no, this is you know it's it's peak, um, you know it's peak uh, rush hour in New York City. Typical uh, day, you know you're going for, you're taking the end train into um, into the city. And Brooklyn was heading northbound, so obviously a lot of morning commuters there. Typical day. Next thing you know, a person. It and honestly, looking at it, it's very tactical. You let off the smoke grenade, cause confusion, and then, you know, you just let off a couple of rounds. Uh, you know, whilst the door's open, you know, you can make your escape. So what we have here is there are 10 victims who are shot, 23 injured total. But 10 victims were shot, thank God, uh, they were non-fatal, uh, according to uh, various different news outlets. So, uh, you know, this guy was able to get away. He was able to cause that diversion, cause that fear, that panic. And was able to slip away. I believe also he was wearing a uh, like a construction uh, worker's uh, vest as well. So that's pretty easy for you to blend in with the MTA workers or uh, typical construction workers that you find, uh, you know, riding the subway each and every morning. So this obviously was premeditated. This guy knew what he was doing. He knew that he wanted to cause more damage. What happened? Uh, you know, why he didn't he carry out? Thank God he didn't carry out more of uh, his of his actions, but what else he had in mind? Maybe he got scared, and that's why he didn't continue. But uh, the the perpetrator or the suspect uh, of uh, interest, the person of interest here, his name is Frank R. James. That's his name, uh, and he was sorry he was uh, seen with a U-Haul with Arizona uh, license plates as well. So be on the lookout for that. Right now there is a uh, mass. Uh, 
search uh, happening for him. Uh, you know, a lot of information we put out by uh, different sorts of uh, police departments and using the media to try and make sure that this guy could be ID'd and brought in for questioning. But as I said, this seemed very premeditated, and I made a joke before we actually went on air. I said, watch it be like former National Guardsman gets on, you know, because it seems it seems like it was very, it, it was a tactical, it was very intentional, I guess is my point here. You know, you, a typical person that's just having a bad day or is crazy doesn't just go out and get smoke grenades and get more explosive to cause more uh, harm. You know what I'm saying? It's they were just what we've seen in the past is just all right. We're gonna get a, uh, we're gonna get our gunner here and just let off rounds. Yeah, it did seem it seemed very, very well thought out. Yeah, but kind of poorly executed because, like you said, if if it had been executed correctly, one people probably would have died, and thank God no one has died yet as of the recording of this show, yeah. and the explosives didn't go off. So maybe he got cold feet. Maybe he was going to wait until it got into Manhattan and set off the explosives. We don't know. Whatever this dirtbag had planned, thank God. As of again, as of right now, no one is dead. But it is a very, very weird situation. And before people start uh, coming out with all these conspiracy theories, almost every single U-Haul truck I've ever seen has Arizona plates on it. They register all their trucks in Arizona because it's way, way cheaper, cheaper than probably any other state. So... It's every U-Haul truck I've ever driven has had Arizona plates on it. So I don't want to hear, you know, QAnon people or anybody going like, oh, this is a fault. You know, for all we know, listen, it could be a false flag thing. It could be just some lunatic who decided that he was fed up with, you know, everything and wanted to take some people out. We don't know. We don't know his motivation. And honestly, I really don't care his motivation. This guy's a complete dirtbag. But we wanted to keep you guys updated on this because... It's a scary thing, man. This is a morning commuter train. This is stuff that was going on in Israel, like when I was in high school. You know, you're on a bus in the middle of the day going to work, and someone lets off a suicide bomb. Like this is, this is on that level of scary. You're, you're. This isn't a hard target. This isn't a military installation. This isn't a government target. This is a civilian target by somebody who, again, we don't know. Don't care his motivation. I'm sure they will figure it out once they find him, if they're able to take him alive. Because someone like that. You know, usually the way that this ends is they end up either dying in a shootout or they end up taking their own life. Right. So hopefully we'll be able to catch him before he does that, take the coward's way out and make sure that, you know, he's not connected uh, with anyone and, you know, any other uh, peers of his that might that think they want to do the same thing. You never know with these types of situations. Uh, hopefully we can catch him or the NYPD can catch him. Someone uh, pulls in a great tip uh, for that. But honestly, uh, you know, I was looking for the description and I said, uh, I said, that's interesting. Usually, the media has some sort of access to footage before it's really released uh, on social on social media. So you'd see mainstream media outlets; they're the ones who give you that initial report. Especially if you're not looking on any sort of government website or a police department website. I was expecting it to be like, all right, white male, you know, etc. And I was gonna wait. I was like, well, here comes the backlash. Here comes the whole, uh, you know, white supremacy, horrible. Why is it always a white person shooting? And then I text Evan. I said, I don't know. This uh, They didn't give any sort of description. And then it comes out. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe that's why. So, again, there's a narrative being pushed here. Uh, it doesn't discount the fact that of how horrible you know, humans can be in general. But we do know that the left has done with everything, has taken something and made it about some sort of critical race theory, uh, victimization, intersectionality card. I mean, even with the whole uh, Will, uh, Will Smith slap, they said it was a 
it was an echo chamber of like whiteness or whatever, whatever college. Oh, Gabe, Gabe, they still have plenty of time to make this all about white supremacy and institutional racism. There right. is still plenty of time. Do not underrate CNN's ability to make this all about white people. I mean, yeah, listen, it's you, it's you guys, right? I, I, well, they looped me in there as well, so whatever. Well, they have, well, so no, they haven't blamed it on the Jews yet. They're right. still focused on the regular white people. Okay, <laughs> they, have, they haven't come for us yet, so I'm all right for now. But <laughs> uh, if Creepy Joe has his way, I will not be all right because these gun control measures that we are about to talk about should be concerning for everybody because it's not about ghost guns. It's really not. And ghost guns is, again, one of those fear-mongering terms that the left uses, like assault rifle or, you know, fully semi-automatic and, you know, weapons of war and mass destruction and all these other garbage that they push when they're trying to push gun control. And when you have a president who claims that he is for the Second Amendment and then does that, but, right? I'm all for the Second Amendment, but, eh, wrong. You're not for the Second Amendment. That's the problem. So you're not for the Second Amendment if you're going to restrict the citizen's ability to own weaponry that they can use to protect themselves from anything, including the government. But let's get into what this bill, well, let's go first what the press conference said and then what else is actually in the bill. And there is a lot more in there. And he did announce a new ATF director, but we're going to get into that another day because I don't want to waste a ton of time on that. For here, I want to give him his due process and call him out for probably the snake that he is, just like we did with Chipman when he was nominated. So Biden comes on the screen. And, well, first they paraded everyone out, right? They put out Kamala Harris, who's one of the worst public speakers I've ever seen in my life. They bring in some other woman who I didn't bother listening to. And then they trot out this 16, 17-year-old girl whose friend was killed during a school shooting. Again, very sad. feel very bad for her. Not trying to minimize her pain. But they automatically said that her friend was shot by a ghost gun. Now... I have not heard about this story. I have not heard anything about this being a quote-unquote ghost gun. But let's assume that it was. Let's assume that it was a ghost gun. It was a gun made from a, from a home kit or 3D printer, whatever it was, that it was unserialized, and let's say he didn't go through a back... The dad didn't go through a background check. Okay. Then Joe Biden comes out, and he does this very weird thing with this young girl. Where he's kind of like holding on to her, like they're about to get married. And someone's about to say, you may now kiss the bride. And he's just like talking to her, like breathing right into her mouth. And it is so creepy. And it is so disgusting. Um, it is it is just god awful. Let me see if I have a picture. Uh, I, might, I might have a picture of this. Hold on. Give me a second. Oh, here we go. Here's the picture. Oh, it's in the background. Hold on. I'm going to kick us out for a second. Give you guys sure. a look. So those of you watching just saw he is like arms around her waist like this is weird. He then goes on this rambling speech where he he talks about these points that he's talked about before where, you know, uh, Second Amendment is not absolute and all these other things and garbage. And then he goes over to a gun kit that's on the table and goes, look, you can it's so easy to put together. You got a little hand drill and a, and a thing. And then he mumbles some more off mic so no one can hear him. And. It didn't appear to be a full pistol kit that was on the table. And whether or not it was irrelevant, but I didn't see a slide on there. I might have seen a barrel, but it was definitely a lower. It's definitely a Glock lower from what I could see. 
and but it didn't seem to be a full pistol kit. Well, that's because Secret Service was, you know, it's like when you're warning a kid, don't run around with scissors. You're not going to trust Joe Biden, former vice president, around with, you know, with a with a pistol. God forbid it's loaded. Have another Alec Baldwin situation. Right. And it's, it's honestly pure nonsense what they're trying to do with ghost guns. And apparently what else is in this bill? And I will do a little bit more studying on it. And if I need to update you guys next week, we will. But apparently they want every single gun part to be serialized. Now. What would be the reason for wanting to serialize gun parts? There's only one reason, is that you want to create a registry of who is buying gun parts. A national gun registry is a problem for gun owners, because should the government ever decide they're going to confiscate weapons, they have a list of every person who owns every single piece. And they will not give you warning, they will break down your door, and they will either arrest you or kill you should you resist them. That is the reason for the Second Amendment, to prevent action like that. So a national gun registry is a no-go. That is the only reason why you would do that. Because when you buy a gun that is not on a pistol permit, right? A pistol permit has a list of all the pistols you own. I don't own a pistol. I own long guns. You go through a background check, and then the information is supposed to be deleted. Meaning that my guns and their serial numbers are not linked to me at all. Allegedly, that's how it's supposed to happen. So if they're not doing that, then that's a whole other issue. But let's say they are. Let's say they're doing it the right way. And when you go and buy your long gun, they run the check, they make sure, and then it gets deleted after you pass the check. So the fact that there's a serial number on my rifle and on my shotgun is kind of irrelevant because they can't trace it to me. There's no record of me buying it. I had to go through a background check. And when I built my AR, I went through a background check in order to get my lower receiver. Yes, the parts kit that I purchased from Palmetto State Armory, amazing site. I did not need a background check because it's just a bunch of little pieces. The milled out lower receiver that I also bought from Palmetto State Armory required me to go to an FFL, pass a background check as if it was a firearm, and then I was able to take it home. So these lies and garbage that they push where, oh, you can order an in-home gun kit and it comes in the mail and no one checks anything and you can just build a gun in 10 minutes in your home. It's garbage. It's garbage. It's just as much garbage as everything else they've been pushing, Gabe. I mean, it's it's amazing the amount of lies that come out of the White House. I don't even know. I don't even know anymore, Gabe. I don't no, know. No, 100%. I mean, but not only in that press conference was he talking about ghost guns, but he eventually, as Joe Biden typically does, he rambles off into speaking about uh, assault rifles and high-capacity magazines. Now, these are all sorts of trigger words. This is the lexicon, the, the vocabulary of the left, where they'll say weapons of war and ghost guns to make you think that these they're these unstoppable forces that will eventually, or inevitably rather, uh, come in and, and kill you or harm you and you and your family. Uh, realize that I would, and I, I'm not exactly clear on the statistic of this, but I will be safe to say that over half of the shootings that are happening in this country are not by gun owners. I think it's but something like 75, or not even by rifles though. I think it's something about 75% of gun deaths are by handguns. Yes, yes. There's a huge proportion of, of handguns and they're obtained illegally that, that are actually, you know, that, that people use for these sorts of crimes. So, now you're you're talking about the idea of also you know long rifles well biden says um well you know you're not there's no reason why you should have more than 20 rounds you know in your in your uh 
in your magazine because your deer isn't wearing Kevlar or you're just a crappy shot. I can't stand when he does that, by the way. I'm, I'm going to let you finish. But I can't stand when he does that. It's like, oh, you're so stupid if you need 20 rounds. Or, you know, like, come on, the deer you're hunting doesn't wear Kevlar. Why do you need so many rounds? Why do you need body armor? The deer aren't going to shoot back. And this is what the left pushes to make gun owners look stupid mm -hmm. in the eyes of their constituents. And they fail to mention, and they know this, they know why the Second Amendment was, Second Amendment was implemented. But they don't say it because then it completely nullifies their argument that the Second Amendment was never about hunting. We weren't worried about deer uprising right. and attacking us. It was about government becoming tyrannical and the need to put it back into check or just being that check on tyrannical government and protecting your property from foreign invaders. That's mm -hmm. what the Second Amendment is about. It's not about hunting. It's not about recreation. It is about self preservation from the government and from foreign governments and they right. say these jokes to make gun owners look so stupid and it's so annoying because it's again another falsehood yeah what you're doing here is you're isolating the actual of uh, you the actual objective of what the second amendment is and you're removing it from there so that it can be you know it can be disconnected and you can say oh well this is just for honey that's what that's what the lexicon is it's just for hunting now uh and then they'll even make those arguments of, oh, well, you know, back in the when the British, uh, you know, uh, when we went to war with the, with the British in the Revolutionary War, that, uh, you know, people didn't have these high capacity sorts of weapons or, or what have you. I said, you know, you're right. We didn't have, you know, machine guns. And I don't ever think that George Washington, while he was trying to run the country, was thinking about how to make, you know, an automatic weapon. I'm sure it's crossed people's minds, <laughs> you know, back then. But, you know, who's to say? But at the same time, the Patriots, the the um, the Guardsmen, the the Continental Army, the Marines, etc. All the all the military that the Colonies was able to muster had actually had the same types of capabilities and weaponry that the British Army had. So they had muskets. We had muskets. They even had something called the pepper shot pistol, the puck, uh, the puckle gun, which was already a, a form of uh, of artillery that was able to shoot off uh, more more than one round. So this, you know, this, this type of thing comes from a, uh, this type of thing just comes from painting people in a bad light to fit a narrative. The same thing that we just discussed with, uh, with the shooter. It's a way to spin it and to make people seem ignorant, to stereotype it into, you know, uh, to stereotype people who don't know what they're doing, what they're talking about. I've spoken to a lot of gun owners, Evan being one of them. They are some of the most well-versed people that I have met. When it comes oh, to my, oh, my stars. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and being honest, because, you know, you realize, and, and especially coming from a place like within New York City, you know, I didn't hold a, a, a rifle before until I actually went into the military. And coming from New York City, you're not surrounded uh, by people who carry, and you're just fed these sorts of, uh, you know, these sorts of lies, and you see these White House pressers. Well, from growing up under the Obama administration and now seeing the, the Biden administration where they spin off these weapons of war, um, you know, sayings and, and this mentality that everyone who has a gun has the potential to go and just random murder sprees. And it's it's 100 percent false. Yeah. And so I want to off that weapon of war comment. We're going to bounce into the first video of Joe Biden just mock openly mocking the Constitution, and the Second Amendment. Uh, I'm sure everyone has seen this video before where we're going to do it again. And then Gabe and I will talk about it a little, little bit. 
enough rogue gun dealers feel like they, they can get away with selling guns to people who aren't legally allowed to own them. And I might add, the Second Amendment from the day it was passed limited the type of people who could own a gun and what type of weapon you could own. You couldn't buy a cannon. Those who say the blood of the, the blood of patriots, you know, and all the stuff about how we're going to have to move against the government. Well, the tree of liberty is not water with the blood of patriots. What's happened is that there have never been, if you wanted to think you need to have weapons to take on the government, you need F-15s and maybe some nuclear weapons. The point is that there's always been the ability to limit, rationally limit the type of weapon that can be owned. And who- so false, false, 100% false. It's like he's never read a copy of the Constitution. Because anyone who has read the Second Amendment knows that it says, you know, for the security of a free state, the right of the people, the well, a well-regulated militia, the right to keep the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. It doesn't say the right of landowners to keep and bear arms. It doesn't say the right of straight white men. It just says the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed and is written very plainly for that reason that the government cannot go, well, you know, you're not really a law-abiding citizen if you're violating this gun law that we wrote. So it doesn't say that. It doesn't say law-abiding citizen. It says the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. And again, they push these lies. They, people couldn't buy cannons. What do you think privateers had on their ships? <laughs> like, like Precisely. really, what do you think they were throwing rocks? The, most of the ships that were owned by private people or private companies had cannons in order to protect themselves. So again, it's more lies. It's lies and garbage, and it's all done to trivialize the Second Amendment so that people who were in the middle, right? Because he knows, he knows you're not going to get the people on the right to come into the middle in this. He knows the people on the left are already on his side. They want to ban all the guns. He wants to get those people in the middle. He wants the suburban housewives to go and go, oh, well, those things are so, so dangerous. I don't want those around my kids. He's right. This makes sense that we should ban them. But he can't. And this is the problem. And he does, he does that to get the people in the middle. Everything that the left does is either to rile up their base to go vote or to grab people in the middle and pull them to the left. Yeah, I mean, 100%. But talking about needing nukes and F-15s or F-16s and, and you know, though that actual weapons of war i mean depending on who you ask uh, and depending their interpretation uh on their interpretation of what happened i mean january 6th it was a bunch of people with flags i was able to shut down the country for you know a couple of hours i mean it's and i'm not you know no comment there but just give me an example here right you don't need all that much um and it turns out that you know, to make a, a comment like that just feeds into the same narrative, feeds into that riling up the base. It just continuously goes on and on for for what? It's to make sure that you keep people divided it so that you can have you, who is the rational person, and then the other. And that's what this, this administration and the uh, Obama administration had done consistently going after that. So it wasn't just about um, the... ATF nominee that Biden was talking about. That's why he's, that's why I'll say it again, he snuck in the call. He called on Congress to ban assault weapons. That's what, that's, that was what the MO was. That's what the point of yesterday was. And he says to ban 
uh, weapons that don't have any sort of serial numbers on there, but also to limit your capability. And obviously, if you read what the Constitution says versus what's being said, it's a it's an incredible violation. But at the same time, you'll have people try and make the emotional argument. And that's where they're always trying to pull on the heartstrings. It'll never be one when it comes to the severity of it. That's why you brought out the girl, or that's why he brought out the girl that had suffered that trauma. It's like, well, this is the point here. It's not about, and they don't bring out, they don't ever bring out a, a responsible gun owner. They don't bring out the, the gun owner in Texas who defended uh, his church from a lunatic. Why would you do that? It doesn't, it doesn't make sense. But that right there is an example of actual, you know, justice being served and the example of what happens when you're when you aren't able to call the police these are the same people that say defund the police we don't need police get rid of them but still have some of the highest gun violence rates or violence uh, within their communities and but what's, but what's, what's even more ridiculous is so he's talking about oh you can't take on the government with your ar-15 you need jets you need nukes you need all this other crap and then he goes and calls the ar-15 a weapon of war so it can't, again, we've said this a million times, you can't be half pregnant. You are, you aren't. So the Era 15 is either a weapon of war, meaning it is an effective way to take on a tyrannical government or repel invaders, or it's not a weapon of war and you're lying to the people. So it has to be one of the two. It can't be both. So this is, again, Democrat doublespeak. They do it all the time. It is infuriating and I can't stand it. But let's get into our illustrious uh, geriatric president's advice on home defense because you don't need an <laughs> AR-15. Uh, he has a much better, better way. I'm sure many people have seen this video, but I thought people should be reminded on this the day after the president. Again, I've always said this. If the government's telling you that you don't need guns, go buy more guns and go buy some yeah. ammo because the Second Amendment is specifically there for the government that tells you we need to ban your guns. So let's, let's look at this clip real quick. Thanks. Kate Ernest has the next question. She asks, do you believe that banning certain weapons and high capacity magazines will mean that law abiding citizens will then become more of a target to criminals as we will have no way to sufficiently protect ourselves? Is this Parents and again. Magazine? It is. I have Parents <laughs> Magazine at home. I've never heard anybody in Parents Magazine ask these kinds of questions, but I'm delighted to answer them. Um, first of all, uh, the idea that, w repeat the last part of the question, please. So she's asking if um, a ban goes into effect on certain kinds of weapons and high capacity magazines. And what's her name? Um, her, Kate. Kate, if you want to protect yourself, get a double barrel shotgun, have the shells of 12 gauge shotgun, and I promise you, as I told my wife, we live in an area that's wooded and somewhat secluded. I said, Jill, if there's ever a problem, just walk out on the balcony here or walk out, put that double-barrel shotgun and fire two blasts outside the house. I promise you, who's ever coming in is not going to... You don't need an AR-15. It's harder to aim. It's harder to use. And, in fact, you don't need 30 rounds to protect yourself. So... There's like five more seconds of that clip. I decided to cut it off. So let's start with the first thing that's completely wrong. With it. If you think someone is trying to break into your home, I cannot stress this enough. Do not walk outside with a double barrel shotgun and fire both shots into the air. 
one, it's extremely illegal and reckless. Two, you now have an empty shotgun. Correct. And three, you have given up your position of advantage by being inside of your house, which you know the layout of, and your access to phones and locked doors and hiding places. So that, first of all, is terrible. Secondly, AR-15 is not harder to aim than a double barrel shotgun. The AR-15 has almost no recoil on it. And if it was harder to aim and harder to use, why would they need to ban it? Then shouldn't you ban double barrel shotguns instead? If the double barrel shotgun is so much more effective and easy to use, then the double barrel shotgun is more dangerous to people. I mean, am I missing something here? No, I actually, that, that's a very good point. But I also think, in what circumstance would the second family, and then now the first family, need to defend themselves? Like, where the hell is it? First of all, they're in a secluded area, because that's where Secret Service is like, okay, this is where we can protect you the most. In what scenario do they take out the Secret Service detail that's protecting them? And I'm not talking about while they're at the White House, but prior to, assuming that this is when that they, when he was referring to when they had this conversation, that she needs to go out and get the shotgun to be able to go and fire off the balcony. That, that that's just hilarious. Um, honestly, I when where why the hell doesn't Joe go in there and say, "Honey, I'll protect you. I'll take the double barrel shotgun." And I'll fire some things into the air. Obviously, this guy obviously doesn't know what he's talking about. And it's a shame, really. Uh, because, well, it's, it's not a shame for us. Because I did, I know I didn't vote for him. And I know for a fact that, uh, you know, everything that this man says is just, he's not there. It, it, it's comedy. But it's sad in the, in the fact that the people who actually believed in him, who, fought, who fell for those lies, and for what's to come. Because he is an envoy for this horrible new sort of... Um, you know, radicalized thinking. I mean, Obama was bad, sure, but he is now dealing with a newer, uh, with a new younger Congress uh, who has been more radicalized. So again, midterms veering off a bit here, but it's extremely important. And I, I, I don't even think he's ever shot a double barrel shotgun before because that thing will knock him on his ass. Especially and Jill. I mean, she's a little frail too. But I mean, if he, if either one of them shot a double a twelve gauge shotgun, I think they would just snap in half. Yeah, just like like standing straight up and then like straight back. Yeah, it's no, not we working were, out well for them. Yeah, no, we went to the shooting range. I was the, that was the first time I actually like shot a shotgun before. Uh, was for your uh, your bachelor party, and Jesus, yeah. I was like, I, I braced myself because I was listen. It's all nice and fun to see in the movies, you know. He's on a Schwarzenegger with the with the, with the, with the like, spas, just going out there, just two laying down rounds or not rounds, but uh, slugs into people. But you know, it's it's reality, and you know, the movie sort of fantasy that the left likes to paint are two completely different things, and this is what we always go back to. Yeah, and that was a great range, by the way. Sunset Hill in uh, East Stroudsburg. If you're around there, they are excellent. Their RSOs are amazing. They have a great staff. They have a great amount of rentals. It's unbelievable. They uh, highly recommend visiting there. But I want to I want to touch on one more thing that he said about that, and then I want to get into the fact that the lieutenant governor of New York was arrested today. But before we do that, they use these buzzwords. Right? We said assault rifle. We said ghost gun. All these things weapon of war, all this crap. High-capacity magazine. What, what does that mean? What is a high-capacity magazine? What is a standard-capacity magazine? I would think that a standard-capacity magazine would be a magazine that is issued to soldiers. Right? So, Gabe, you're in the National Guard. How many rounds are in... You got, I guess you use the M4, right? Yeah. 
So exactly. how many rounds are in your M4 magazine? Uh, we put, can put uh, 20 or 30. The standard would be a 30-round magazine. Okay, so 30-round magazine. That's standard. Yeah. How come the president refers to a standard capacity magazine as a high-capacity magazine? If it's standard, then it's not high-capacity. There is no definition for any of these things. They make them up as they go along. And this is why we don't want people like Joe Biden in any sort of power in this country because they take it and they go, I know better than you. You have to listen to what I say. And if you're not willing to listen to what I say, then I'm going to come after you. And this is what they've been doing to people for the last year and a half. And it's really disgusting how this administration lies to people, how it belittles the American citizens, how it ignores and belittles the Constitution of the United States. It is absolutely disgusting. The Constitution is what allows them to be elected representatives in this country. They have no respect for it. They have no respect for me. They have no respect for you. And they have no respect for their voters either because they lied to them about everything they were going to do except for cutting off the pipeline. And then they retroactively blame gas prices on Putin even though gas prices were up for over a year before the invasion. It's garbage. These people are trash. Mm -hmm. Rules for thee and none for me. I mean, and even looking at, let's say, the double barrel uh, shotgun or the M4. And actually at Sunset Hill, I was able to shoot a weapon of war. I was able to shoot the M1 uh, Garant. As did I. It was amazing. Yes, yeah, yeah. We both, it was, it was a great time. But, well, a double barrel shotgun obviously has uh, uh, the ability to put two slugs in there. Is that not at maximum capacity? I mean, you know, the same thing with the M4. We have we can uh, load up to thirty round, uh, rounds in our magazine. I mean, that's also standard capacity, but technically that's also maximum because that's what the magazine can hold. I mean, we're not going out there with like triple, you know, uh, you know, double or triple drums that are out there to shoot off like a hundred rounds in there, it, and it's for a variety of different purposes. But again, it's all maximum standard, uh, lower than that. So why doesn't Joe Biden go out there and say, oh well? We might have a double barrel shotgun, but let's only use one. Let's load in only one slug at a time. We'll see how that works out for us. It just doesn't make sense. And the reason why I'm even bringing this up is because I was thinking, I was like, you you do what the tool needs to do. And then the person that is using said tool will then decide what they're going to do with it. And that's what it is. If I leave a, if I leave a rifle there on the table, gun on the table, as long as anyone doesn't touch it twice and shoots it, it's not going to do anything. And they make it seem like it's its own uh, entity that has a mind of its own that somehow corrupts people. And it's really disgusting. But I know, Ivan, you wanted to get into the... Uh, right, the before, before, before we do that, before we do that, I want to say one last thing about this, and then we're going to get into it. Okay. Democrat gun control, all gun control. Again, because there are plenty of rhinos out there who have no respect for the Constitution also. I'm not going to let them off the hook. They're always concerned with the weapon. They're concerned with taking rights away from law-abiding citizens. Because once again, as we all know, if you're watching this, I'm going to assume that you're at least moderately intelligent because you understood that this is an amazing show and you should watch this every single week and you should visit our website at EmpireStateConservatives.com. But beyond that, if I, again, like Gabe said, the gun's not going to do anything unless I make the gun do something. The gun in and of itself is not dangerous unless used in a dangerous manner. It's a tool like a hammer. And just like a hammer, well, more people were killed by hammers than rifles, but that's not even a point. They're not concerned with the criminal. They're concerned with the law-abiding citizen, and that's why you should be scared. Because what they're doing is just trampling on your rights, and it has nothing to do with the criminal, because the criminal is going to get what the criminal wants. So what they should do, if they really want 
to deter criminals from using firearms. And again, it probably still won't work because most criminals are a little nuts. Most of them have some sort of psychological disorder, whether it's oppositional defiant or some other thing. Is instead of restricting access to firearms for law abiding citizens, instead of restricting the type of weapon you can own, put extremely harsh penalties for anyone who commits a crime using a firearm. That's the only thing, because you can't prevent it. You're not going to. We've seen plenty of movies, right? Minority Report, the whole thing was for future crime. We can prevent it until it backfires, until we know that it doesn't work and it fails. But if someone goes and they rob a grocery store and they shoot two people, lock them up for 30 years. Don't make this nonsense. Even if the people don't die, don't 15 years. Forget it. 30 years, 50 years, whatever. Criminal's not going to go in with a gun. Allow law-abiding citizens to protect themselves. So that so that's, that grocery store owner, that small business owner can carry to work. And then when that guy comes in with a knife, they can draw down on him. And the guy's either going to run out and leave or surrender. Because criminals aren't stupid. If you have distance they're not, and your gun is drawn, they're not going to try to go over the counter with a knife. Unless they're really crazy. And again, that's possible. Meth is a hell of a drug. But that's the only thing that I would ever support is to get people who are committing violent crimes, who are hurting other people. The law-abiding citizen who owns an AR-50, again, you own whatever you want for home defense. You want a tank and you can afford it? Be my guest. But you commit a crime with that tank, they're going to bury you under the jail. That's the thing they need to do. It's about punishing people for committing crimes, not punishing law-abiding citizens for just wanting to exercise their rights. It's like taking SUVs away from law-abiding citizens because too many drunk drivers drive SUVs. It doesn't make any sense, but they make guns scary. And they oh, make yeah. gun look like stupid rednecks and, mm-hmm. and you know uneducated fools, and it's a joke. Yeah. I mean, more people uh, die from motor vehicle accidents, uh, DUIs, and, and that, that nature than we have with gun violence. And we're not. And, I, and when I think gun violence, I don't talk about you know suicides or anything of that nature. I mean... I think it's still illegal to commit uh, suicide in the United States, and that's why it's kind of like looped up in there. So, Well, no, it's illegal yeah. to hunt birds with more than two shells in your shotgun, but you can hunt humans with 30 rounds, right? That's the, the left loves to bring that up. And well, you can't <laughs> hunt humans, idiot. It's illegal. Yeah. Again, these are just like stupid things. And I guess we could be here all day. <laughs> yeah, we could be here all day. Let's get into Lieutenant Governor getting arrested. Gabe, kick it off. Yeah. So, according to CNN, uh, New York Democratic Lieutenant Governor Brian Benjamin had resigned today, Tuesday. Uh, the state's governor said that, uh, so Hochul said that after being arrested and indicted on charges in connection with his alleged participation in a scheme to obtain campaign contributions in exchange for securing a state grant. Uh, so, basically, Hochul fired him. She says once this came out of the bag, uh, when it came to uh, campaign finance uh, issues and misuse, uh, she said that she would accept Brian uh, Benjamin's resignation effective immediately. Oh, I'm so, so sad. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I believe he's in some sort of primary right now, uh, as well. Uh, you know, his he's up for uh, he was going to be up for election uh, in the cycle against a couple of other uh, progressives, but uh, right now they're taking this and running with it. Tom Swazi out in uh, New York three is uh, who's trying to run for governor actually. Uh, well, with uh, New York City Council, former New York City Council person uh, Reina, uh, basically made a joint statement saying that uh, they want to, you know, end the corruption 
uh, in New York State. And this is an example of the old guard of the Cuomo types. I mean, you look at Swazi, you look at any of the New York City Council on the left, uh, it's all been the same swamp. It's just, you know, a different person taking care of it. Yeah, and it, this is, again, just another show that these people don't care. They'll do whatever it takes to get money. They'll do whatever it, does, it takes to win. And they deserve no respect from us, and they will get no respect from us. And Kathy Hochul was not elected. She was, you know, taken as Cuomo's lieutenant governor. And we have a few really good people running as Republicans for governor coming up. And Larry Sharp is also running for governor yet again. And I really like Larry Sharp. And I know Larry has very specific views on third party running. And, you know, I can win if you vote for me. And you have to find that balance between I really want to get rid of Hochul. And Zeldin is close in the polls. And if we just get enough people to vote for Zeldin, at least we can get her out of there. And then I would love to see in a few years it just be Larry Sharp versus Lee Zeldin and not even worry about the Democrats running. I would love to see that. But, you know, Larry has a lot of faith in the Libertarian Party in New York. I don't know. It depends. Listen, he's a great guy. He has a lot of great ideas. Don't agree with all of them. But the point is, people, you got to be out there voting. The last presidential election, how many? What was Trump? Was over forty percent for New York State, right? Yeah, he was. He was close to the to the fifty percent mark between 47, 49. Uh, you know, then mail in ballots kind of offset everything. But aside from that, it was still extremely close. Uh, you know, historic gains in every sort of uh, minority. I say with uh, air quotes here. <coughs> Excuse me, community even across uh, New York City. So, you know, it, Manhattan's the only thing that's really keeping us back here at this point and 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 brooklyn oh god brooklyn yeah but it's all, uh, you know, it's all hipsters it is well well i mean look perfect example and i guess this is what they call callback i guess in comedy um brooklyn very progressive very liberal minded has a bunch of gun free zones and you know in new york city as a whole didn't stop the gunman no matter new york city is essentially supposed to be a gun free zone but there's so much gun crime that who could know Right, exactly. So uh, right now, this lieutenant government is being held on a uh, $250,000 bond and, uh, you know, being investigated. Apparently, he, he uh, failed to mention the, the subpoena um, that was uh, given to him uh, prior to accepting his nomination uh, as lieutenant governor. So, of course, those they're going to play like, oh, we didn't know. But, you know, who's to say? Honestly, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure they'll just blame it on white supremacy. I mean, it's white supremacy's fault, right? He committed a crime because of institutional racism. This is the nonsense that I hear from the left. Stop making excuses for criminals. Enough. There are plenty of people who grew up poor, who grew up black in America, who grew up disadvantaged, who didn't become criminals, who worked their butts off and they made something of themselves. Prop those people up. Stop making excuses for the people who commit crimes and who are complete dirtbags because they are ruining these communities. It's not the guy who owns the corner store. It's the scumbag drug dealer who sends his buddies in to extort him for protection money or to go in and rob him. Those are the dirtbags and those and the people who are being hurt are the law abiding citizens because Democrats, for some reason, think that minorities want them to be soft on crime. Mm -hmm. I, I don't get it. Yeah, read uh, what is and I know Evan, you read this, but read um, "Black Rednecks and White Liberals" by Tom. Oh, I love it! Great book, Great amazing book. book. Yeah, and uh, and that goes into a bunch of uh, Thomas Hulls, an, an amazing economist uh, yeah, professor, goes into you know a very you know very broken down, um, in depth look into 
you know, uh, culture in, in America. And, I, and I'll leave it at that. Um, and I think, uh, yeah, let's uh, lock him away, throw away the key for uh, our lieutenant governor here. All right. Sounds good to me, guys. So, again, thank if you are still watching, we had a bunch of people on the live stream. Thanks for tuning in. They're almost all gone now. But for the people who are still left, thank you. And I salute you for hanging on this long. But Gabe, why don't you let the folks at home know where they can find you on the social media platforms? Yeah, right. So you can find me on Instagram at Baron.Montalvo. That's B-A-R-O-N. And also on the Google, if you just type in my name, as you see on the screen, Gabriel E. Montalvo. Yeah, guys, and don't forget, please, again, visit our website, EmpiresTakingServes.com. If you like this FJB hat that has been sitting right next to me, it is available for sale. And many, many other amazing things, all the proceeds of which go into helping us fund the show, helping us fight through shadow bands, helping us buy more ghost guns. I mean, not buy ghost guns. I mean, provide ghosts with guns. I mean, one of those things. We're doing one of those things. I mean, they're giving ghost guns or ghosts are giving me guns. It's one of those two. But check us out on Facebook, Empire State Conservatives. Make sure you check the page every week because we've had people who joined six months ago and they said they never saw a post. So we are heavily, heavily shadow banned. Just confirms the shadow ban on Instagram at underscore Empire State Conservatives, on Twitter at Empire State Cons. And for that, don't let Joe take your guns and don't let fear take your freedom. Mm -hmm.